And now, live from Isolation Station in Burbank, California, it's The Plague, week 57 of the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's an actress and comedian who's so pure, she doesn't have her ears pierced, has never used a tampon, and has only had butt sex a large handful of times. It's Helen Hong! He's a writer and comedian who likes to try and make people feel better on Twitter, which I'm pretty sure is against their terms of service. It's Josh Gondelman! And she's an actress and comedian who's been wondering who she married after learning her new husband has never even heard of the movie Sweet Home Alabama. Now she's afraid to even use a notebook. It's Jackie Johnson. Tone Zone is here to let anyone who's sad about the closing of Arclight Theaters know that he'll be happy to walk into their living rooms and announce what they're about to watch before telling them to turn off their cell phones. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little Cascatellis. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Jess Flowers. If that name sounds familiar, it is because she is the carb czar. She keeps track of which carb I address people as each week. She sends me a spreadsheet because I don't do spreadsheets. I just open them. And Cascatelli is a new pasta shape. It means little waterfall. And um, it was invented by Sfoglini and Dan Pashman. And they tried to come up with a shape Again, this is not a food podcast, but they tried to come up with a shape that uh, that offered maximum sauceability, forkability, and tooth sinkability. And I truly hate all three of those words. I hate them so much. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that maybe. Um, but if you want to suggest the carbohydrate that I will address you as, if you want access to bonus episodes, if you want to see the video of this that you're watching right now, and, and even a new perk that I'll mention later, um, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. I'm very, very, very excited to welcome my guests, someone, I feel like just a breakout star of this podcast and the world. It's Helen Hong. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, can I just pause to say that maximum sauceability and forkability are what I am always seeking in a hookup partner? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not tooth sinkability? Tooth sinkability. I mean, I'm not a cannibal. I'm not into a bite play. I don't know if bite play is even a word. I just took it at, you know, uh, is is bite play a SNM thing? I don't if know. I'm not really. Tooth sinkability really is a word, then bite play is more of a word. Yeah. No, I just, I'm more on the forkability, wink, wink, and the sauceability, wink, wink. <laughs> I, I see those winks and I receive those winks. Well, we're very <laughs> excited to have you. Thank Jackie you. Johnson, welcome back. You and I spent over an hour yesterday talking, just dishing the dish and spilling the tea and other phrases for talking a bunch of shit um, on a Patreon bonus episode. So it's good to see you again. Thank you. And I agree with Helen. Bring on the sauce. (laughs) Have you ever had a hookup that's too saucy? Only on my end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. You have to to send up. 
patreon.com slash Allison Rosen just to see the look that Jackie just gave the camera and also <laughs> also <laughs> joining us. I'm very excited to welcome him back. This is now, I think, the fourth time he's been on my show, but the second time he's been on a Thursday show. It's Josh Gondelman. Hello. 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 So nice to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Did you know about this new pasta shape? I did. I'm I'm excited. I, I remember thinking when I saw it, like, I can't wait. Oh, gosh, I would love to try this new pasta shape. And then I was like, you know, I'm sure it tastes the same. I'm I, that's just an excuse for me to want to eat pasta at any time. And I, and I don't need to make excuses. I just uh, would like to eat pasta in any of its shapes and forms. I think they're all beautiful. Well, I mean, they're claiming that it would that the taste would be the same, but the experience, right. but the sauceability, yeah, the tooth oh, yeah. sinkability. It's got it's got right angles, which apparently is rare in pasta. Hence, maximum. I mean, it would really enhance your pasta bite play. You know, I feel like I've got to <laughs> try it. I've got to got to try that uh, that pasta. Uh, BDSM, as, as you were talking about <laughs> earlier. Um, I didn't know that waterfalls had right angles. Like, I'm surprised by this. Am I going to have to Google image this? I think you I are. Mean, it's, I need to anyway. So yeah, it's what's called, it called Cascatelli. It's mm. an extremely ugly, to my mind, looking pasta because it looks like a plate of octopus tentacles, oh, which, I like. I just saw these uh, on Instacart. Okay. Oh, they have them on Instacart? They did where I was shopping. Really? Because you know, they're on like a that's, twelve-week delay. Oh, that's suspicious. If you if you see them in the wild, because you're not supposed to go chasing this pasta. Shape. You're supposed to wait till <laughs> it comes true. to you. But you're supposed to stick to the ones that you're used to. Yes. Yeah. 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 To the fettuccine. Yeah. yeah. They, Let's so, introduce yeah. Tony Faxton, my producer, to find out what he has to say about this and other things. Hello, Tony. Hello. This is my first time hearing of this pasta. I, uh, despite my name being Tony, I am not Italian, and I don't have <laughs> strong feelings on pasta in general. I don't dislike it, but I don't. Uh, does everybody have like uh, a favorite pasta? Like, if you had to use like a specific pasta noodle for a dish, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Really? Ooh, let's guess each other. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is fun. Okay, and and I just have to say though, I don't. However, I recently had a couple bites of a specific pasta shape, and I was like, you know, I feel like this one is a little bit underrated, even though it's famous. Okay, I just gave some hints. What kind oh, of game am I playing? Very interesting. Let me follow up with a question to this. It, when, I, when I say that, and you, you each said you have a favorite pasta. Yeah. Is this a, like, blanket favorite pasta or, it, or something specific to a certain pasta dish that you're going to make? Oh, oh Tony, the fact that you're even asking that question just shows how much <laughs> you're going to fail. I'm sorry. I'm, Tony, I'm into you- this as, like, a person personality thing maybe more than astrology like i feel like this is <laughs> yes. huge for people. i agree i like i feel like maybe this is a question that i should ask like on a first date like so mm-hmm. what kind of pasta shape are you and yeah then, you know and then as soon as they say i hope we agree or universally orzo is the worst um if Ooh. he says orzo i'm bouncing i'm like i gotta go i'm i'm sorry because you someone because a guy who likes orzo to me is like super finicky no they're very contrarian Oh, really? Mm. You mean, I, that's yeah. what I think. Like a person that's like, well, I'm going to give a silly answer just because, you know, <laughs> like, I don't want anybody like that around me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Orzo, it's shaped like a rice. 
like why like why are you a carb pretending to be a different carb come on right like be yourself so tony my understanding of the game we are going to play and i'm sorry that i shut you down so forcefully i don't know what's gotten into me on this monday that you'll hear on thursday um my understanding is it's it's not related to a specific dish. It's just across the board, what's your favorite pasta shape? Yes? Yeah, I don't think we need to give any more context because it, right. it means something different to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. All right. Right. This is like Jackie – oh, I'm revealing some tea, which I normally it's just behind the Patreon paywall, but Jackie recently read What Color Is Your Parachute? Yes. It's okay to reveal that, right? It turns out yes. she, it doesn't even tell you what color no. your parachute is. It's a lie. It's all a scam. Oh. It really should be called, what shape is your pasta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess we're going to find out. Which is also uh, the first question any fun urologist would ask. <laughs> yes. Okay, who should we guess first? Allison. Okay, guess mine first. You, I'll let, you, okay. I'll let um, Tony... Do you have a clear favorite? Uh, well, I didn't, however, the other night, like I... I I think you guys should be guessing the one that the other night I'm like, ooh, I am now putting all my money on this one. I'm into okay. this wow. one now. Okay. Okay. Tony, do you okay. want to go first? Yes. And I also, uh, this needs to happen. Snapchat. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I pulled up a, I pulled up a pasta shape sheet and it's very enlightening and helpful just ooh. in case anyone else wants to ooh. do the same. Oh, that's smart. That's, that's like that's what, brilliant. should I drop it in the chat so we're all looking at the same but, one? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Please okay. yeah, Please. But, by the way, if I, I ever play poker, I always want to like be able to refer to a poker chart for the rank and stuff, except that like they would laugh you out of any poker game if you did that. Okay. Oh my god, this is a very long long link you just sent us. And Did it work? Um y- No, it didn't work for me. I'm just oh, seeing no. a really my, cool my, plant. It, it, no, yeah. I got it. It yeah, worked for it Josh. Yeah, Get it together, you numbskulls. <laughs> oh wait here we go okay okay, okay now yep. my favorite is on this list uh-huh. mine is also on this list okay I'm just, good i'm just see i'm tr- oh wait here we go okay i'm trying to tell if my favorite is on this list i mean it should be this is pretty extensive there are a couple here that i haven't heard of yeah me too me too there's some ex- I don't exotic know pastas here I, yeah, that Gamelli, I got my eye on that one. That one looks pretty interesting. It makes me feel very small town. Like, <laughs> oh, like, like, come with me and I'll show you pastas the likes of which you've never seen. <laughs> Where are you from, Josh? Where am I from? Yeah. I grew up just outside Boston in, in Massachusetts. Okay, what so you're you? a worldly guy. I mean, you know. I've, I've, been, I've been around the pasta aisle a couple yeah. of times. Can I, can I just make a pause here to say that if anyone is ever in need of a Boston accent, Josh <laughs> Gondelman is my go-to guy. Oh, Thank you, so Ellen. he'll record your lines for you for an audition? <laughs> he'll do, he'll do, I've never had to audition as like a selfie mm. person myself. But um, I did a story on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me that required a New England accent. And I, I, I emailed him right away. I was Hell like, Josh, yeah. I need your skills, man. 
It was very generous, and I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you. Josh? If you ever need, yeah. And Helen were on, and by the way, Josh, we we will be needing to hear something in this accent, but Josh and Helen were on an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me with my personal hall pass, and also I think my husband's Mandy Patinkin, and I tried to get Mandy Patinkin info out of Josh last time he was on, but to get, I mean, together, if if another Mandy Patinkin story comes out, I would not be angry at that. He's He's such a delight, but he's madly in love with his wife. I know. I so but I but I love yeah, that. People about have him. arrangements. <laughs> all I'm saying, I've been around the block a few times in this town. Mm-hmm. Much like mm-hmm. Josh in the pasta aisle, you know. <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, you might be married, but you're still allowed to get a little fusilli, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not right, that too serious. Or a little gamelli, am I right? Mm-hmm. Huh? Okay, so okay, my Allison. pasta is. It, I believe it is on there. I'm having trouble okay. pulling up the chart in like a so I can see it in a big way, but I believe okay. it's on there. Okay. okay. I'm just going to go first because for some reason, spaghetti is calling to me for mm-hmm. Allison. Like plain, regular spaghetti. We always try to get freaky deaky when really we could just go to the standard. So sp- spaghetti <laughs> for me. Okay. I'll, I'll go next. Great. Allison, for some reason, I'm thinking that you're a farfalla girl. Ooh. Yeah, like a butterfly. Yep. Yeah. Isn't that the butterfly one? The yeah, farfalla? the bow tie. The bow tie. Bow tie yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. I think you're a farfalla. Yeah, there's something kind of classy and a, and a little fancy about it that, mm. that really says you to me. Thank you. Josh, what yeah. about you? I'm going to – I'm keying in on your hint of like – trying something and going like this is underrated and i feel like the pasta that i most often hear maligned insulted Mm. slandered is angel hair so i'm gonna go angel hair okay tony what about you hard to not overcook it hard to not overcook it's Mm -hmm. a delicate dance it sure is Uh, and I will just say linguini. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Was anyone right? Yes. Do you have a ding sound, Tony? I do. Josh Gondelman, you are correct. (gasps) It was angel hair. I had a couple bites of angel hair and I thought, you know, this is better than I, I give it credit for normally. So. Yeah, but I appreciate what everyone else had to say about me. Thank you. Whoa. What color is your noodle? (laughs) (laughs) What shape is your noodle? What shape is your noodle? All right. Who are we guessing next? Let's do Jackie. Okay. Um, I need to go back to my chart. Should everyone give one hint like you did, Allison? Because I feel like like, one hint really helps. Okay, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. This is a festive pasta. Okay. Oh. Okay. A, a festive. Okay. Okay. Um. Can I go? Yes. I'm gonna say Fusilli is a little bit festive, and it seems like a good standard. Like it's a, it's like a, it's a, it's like an upper upper working class pasta, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like. It's a solid go-to, you know, it's got good sauceability, forkability, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Fusili. I also was going to say Fusili. Okay, okay. Um, but 
continue. You know what? I'm going to say that. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with it. That's what I was going to say. I, to me, that is a festive pasta and I just could see Jackie going with it. So I'm going to say fusilli. That's great. I'm going to go, Helen, I'm going to take your answer from last time and guess Farfalle because it looks like, like, ooh, what is this? The Oscars? <laughs> Where, why are we wearing, like, are you getting married? Like that. So that, it feels like an occasion pasta. I didn't know it was black tie. Hello. Yeah, oh, our, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I didn't realize the, the Duchess was going to be here. <laughs> and Tony? I'm going to go Rigatoni. Because it's got your old pal Tony's name right, right in there. <laughs> Always a party. And, uh, and hey, and you know I love Christmas. Christmas is the most festive time there is. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there you go. Do we? Does anyone get a ding? Yes. <gasps> I am so excited to announce that Josh nailed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Farfalle yes. is my favorite pasta. I make two? it all the time. I'm actually making it tonight. Two oh. for two, Josh. Did you know you have this skill? Like, are you usually I, a good read of people's pastas? I feel like this is a gift that is awakening inside me. Like You need movie. to open a booth at the carnival. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna. I appreciate people's strange talent for yeah. like quirky things like that. Like, I have a friend. You guys all know that I have a baby on the way. Yes. Um, Wait, what? I didn't know that. Wait, didn't I tell you this last time? No. All you told us was that you had never used a tampon. Holy shit. How have I never told this story? Okay. (sighs) I have a baby on the way. I personally am not physically having a baby. What? Tony, play something like (laughs) dun, dun, dun. something happy no it's it's no that was perfect (laughs) that was perfect that was perfect i am not there is not a baby inside me right now okay the only eggs that are getting action over here are cadbury cream (laughs) (laughs) what's happening is that my sister slash roommate slash best friend who lives on the other side of this wall she is having a baby and she's doing it by herself Quote, oh wow without a partner <gasps> oh. and because i live here <laughs> i'm essentially you're the dad gonna be, i'm the dad i'm gonna be co-parenting a baby <gasps> starting oh, i'm month. so excited it's, for y'all. Oh, it's so wait long she's long. like eight nine months pregnant She's due in basically three weeks. Oh my oh. god, this is so wow. exciting. I How can't is she? I have never shared this story with you all. I feel like I've been telling everybody. I heard it you I heard it on uh Wait Wait last time we did it. Yeah, which like off the air Wait Wait. Yes, like, yes, yes. Before yes. when we were all chatting. No, we were last time it was just <laughs> like intense. It was intense. Yeah, tampons, intense. piercing right. ears, butt sex Anal, talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to go from butt sex. It's a hard left to be like, and I'm having a baby. Right, because that's not how it happens. That's yeah, true. exactly. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Um, well, well, that's exciting. Do you know, Do you? does she know what she's do having? Do you know the baby's favorite pasta? <laughs> it's got to be Orzo. If this baby goes for the Orzo, I'm going to be like, oh, my God. You know, I, Orzo I would be I don't want to be name. your daddy. It would Orzo, be. Orzo Hong. Yeah. 
That's a poor name. Orzo Hong is a poor name. A beautiful that is, name. That is a poor name. But they could just yeah. go by Zoe. How cute is that? Zoe Orzy. Orzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so very well, exciting. We're counting the days for the baby to arrive. And we just <gasps> took a baby class today where we learned how to change a diaper. And we were both like, holy shit, we know nothing. We know nothing. It's so much harder to change a diaper. Like, you would think it's kind of obvious. No, there's, like, techniques and strategy. Yeah, you'll, there's uh, steps. But you'll, you'll feel your way through it. Like, you'll get through it a couple times and be like, that was pretty gross. And you'll adapt quickly on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll teach you at the ho- – is she having a hospital birth? No, she's having a birth center birth. Oh. Well – They'll teach you there, too. Yeah. I've only had the hospital experience, but they teach you all the diaper stuff at the hospital, too. So I imagine at the birth center, though, they'll go through that yeah, again. Yeah. Well, that yeah. is very, very exciting. Um, but the reason why I brought this up apropos okay. of nothing is because Josh's tech, Josh's newfound like talent of guessing people's favorite pasta mm-hmm. reminds me of we have a friend whose talent is you suggest a baby name to him and he will tell you all the ways that kids can bully that. Name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He should start an app. And I'm like, yeah. that's a business. Like no, parents would parents pay. need this yeah. information. It's, you know what it honestly would be? It's like an Urban Outfitters gift book. Yeah. Of like all the ways your kid will be made fun of and, and they could sell it at the front desk and I think it would for serious sell. Or bullies could buy it Yep. To be prepped. Yeah. Bully, <laughs> no matter who comes who, like, into the class, who, they'll be ready. Who hate school but love to study, like autodidacts <laughs> who are also bullies. I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, this is like, we need like at the farmer's market, the end of the farmer's market, there needs to be a, like a fun booth. Like, yes. guess your, guess your, I'll guess your pasta. I'll guess yeah, your favorite I'll guess pasta. Your pasta. Or like, give me your baby name and I'll make fun of it like all day. Yeah. Yep. I have a game where someone gives me a name and I tell you what kind of animal that would be. Like, oh, that's fun. Just, but this is like much more useful. Okay, so let's guess Helen. Yes, Helen's pasta. I'm gonna go. Wait, did we find out? Yes, your favorite was both. Yeah, that's right. I'm a farfalle guy. Always have been. Always will be. I so for Helen, I am gonna guess. Is it rude for me to go first on my own show? Probably. No. I am going to guess. proactive. Thank you. Wait, do we, do we have a hint? Oh, yeah. We need Thank Ellen? you, Josh. No problem. Oh. I didn't want you to come in without all the available information. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I'm just, I'm a tried and true kind of person. Okay. okay. Yeah. That, true that works. Stuff. Okay. For what I'm going to say, I'm going to guess fettuccine because it is classic timeless classy like helen yeah yeah okay great i'll i'll accept that i'll accept all of (laughs) those adjectives those are good adjectives for me i mean okay i'm gonna hop in i was feeling penne even before she said that so i'm gonna go penne because penne is classic it's good with red sauce it's i prefer it a lot of the time i'm gonna go penne Everyone's convincing me that they're right. I'm going to jump in and just go with the most like the the pasta that appears when you close your eyes and picture a dish of pasta, Uh, a lady in the tramp style, uh, just like cartoon pasta. I'm going to go just spaghetti straight up and down spaghetti. 
I was going to say the same thing because she mm-hmm. said cla- tried and true. I mm-hmm. feel like that seemed obvious to me that that would be spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Question for the pasta files among us. What is the difference between linguine and spaghetti? Does spaghetti have a hole in it? No. Bucatini has a said. hole in oh, it. Oh, right. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so wait, what is the difference between spaghetti and linguine? I think spaghetti is rounder, linguine isn't it's, it flatter? Yeah, flatter so. according to this diagram here. And okay. wider. And then yeah. fettuccine is even wider? Yes. Okay. Tony, did you, oh yeah, you guess. All right. Does anyone get a ding, Helen? Yes. It's spaghetti all the way. Yes. God. Oh my God. Josh. Wow. Josh, Holy you're three shit. for three. It's like freaking me out. I hope he wins all the way. I feel amazing. <laughs> I feel like a god. <laughs> <laughs> three for three. Spaghetti because, like, you know, I grew up in an immigrant household, so mm-hmm. I didn't know that there was a pasta that wasn't spaghetti mm-hmm. until I probably went to college. Like, I literally mm-hmm. didn't know. Like, we didn't, I didn't know what mac and cheese was until I went to college. Oh, wow. Like, I just didn't grow up with a lot of, like, very typical American things. But my mom was into spaghetti, I think, because it's such a classic. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all, that's all I thought pasta was. And to this day, it's tried and true, like, my favorite go-to. And Helen, remind us where you went to college where you discovered mac and cheese. I went to UMass Amherst. Oh. Hell Yeah. Yeah where there were a lot of Boston accents. Oh, yeah. Josh, could you tell us how you feel about this win in a Boston accent, please? Yeah, guy. I just love to guess pastors. <laughs> you you tell me what your, your favorite pasta is, and, uh, and I'm just going to – I'm going to guess it. I'm pretty uh, – I'm what you call clairvoyant <laughs> when I'm guessing pastors. <laughs> pastors? Yeah, you put the the uh the you people don't talk about how sometimes with that accent you talk about dropping the r but you talk but putting it at the end of a word where it like ends with a vowel sound is also pretty common. Like like uh all my friend Sarah and I we went to the, the movie theater and so yeah, so that's that's another it's yeah, like right. underreported. I, you had me out the gate at yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was telling my friend the story about this um, uh, the, earlier today, but my friend Dan, who plays in a band called In the Meantime, that are, that's really great, he, when we were kids, uh, introduced me to the idea. I don't know if he coined it or another friend, but uh, the idea of a ya dude, which is like... <laughs> Um, it's like the guy who's at the bar in a, like in a Red Sox jersey watching the game. That's like, Hey, you want to be a, yeah, dude. Or like <laughs> fucking, fucking go socks. Yeah, dude. And it's like, so that's where he's like, and you'd use it like, man, this place is full of yeah, dudes. Uh, and you know what I mean? Like, it's like that type of, of specific bro. And, uh, and I, it's like stuck with me for like, I mean, this this must be knowledge that's been in my bones for like 25 but, years. But having spent a lot of time in Boston, I don't I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, yeah, dude, but I've definitely heard people say, yeah, guy. Yeah, guy. Kid. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, kid. Seriously, kid. My my co- my college roommate, who w- it was another childhood friend, we, we decided to live together freshman year, we would, uh, we would always go, um, our like keystone for like child the accent of our youth is like are you serious right now (laughs) (laughs) kid are you serious right now guy (laughs) i had not heard people refer to 
young adults as kids until I, in the same way that Helen discovered mac and cheese, um, I, it wasn't until I got to college and it was around a bunch of people from the East Coast, I think, where I heard them describe, oh, like, yeah, that kid. Because to me, kid just meant child. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so, it's like any, like, it could be like a 90 year old guy <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, grandpa, get over here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one that's like very regional that I love is when someone I don't know if th- this might be like too hometown, but like when someone is like a good egg, right? Like the kind of like less uh, gentle way of describing it is like, oh, you know, Tommy, he's a good shit. <laughs> oh, never heard that. No, yeah, me neither. that's real. That's legit. And that's wow. that's specific to Boston, you think? I think so. I've it's there's all this stuff that like because I went to so I went to you know I grew up in the suburbs and then I went to college in a different suburb but like with people from all over the place. Where did so you I go was, again? I went to Brandeis. Okay. So it's like equidistant from the city of Boston from where I grew up but in a different direction. And so there's all this stuff that I would say in college that like some people would get because they're from where I'm from and other people would be like that's nonsense. <laughs> like what is that? <laughs> Where I'd be like, hey, I'm a little thirsty. Is there like a bubbler on this floor? And they're like, what's a bubbler? And I was like, what do you mean, what's a bubbler? And it's a water fountain, but it's like, it's very, it's very New England. And they also Bubba. say it in Milwaukee. Bubbler. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get the bubbler real quick. Yeah, it's so, so regional. And then when I moved to New York a few years later, it was even, I would like, it would be even worse because I would talk about restaurants and like chain restaurants that would be around. Uh, from where I'm from, and people would be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, I've never left home. <laughs> like, like I'd be like, oh, is there like, a, not but Bertucci? It's very close to Bertucci's. It's Papagino's. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have never been to Boston. I feel like this show is just about all the things I've never done. I haven't either. Let's really? go. We'll- Let's take a trip. Ja- Jackie and Jackie, Allison. Where are you from? Dude, Boston. I can't believe I'm, I'm from can't- Dallas. Oh, right on. I don't know what's more shocking that you've never been to Boston or that you've never had anal. I honestly, I don't know what to make of you right now. I feel like. Oh, my God. I've never done anal. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'm not. This is not a suggestion. I'm just saying there's no reason it can't be a two birds, one stone (laughs) I was about to say the anal scene in B-Town is big. (laughs) That's what they call it, (laughs) B-Town. So Daniel and I did a Zoom party on Patreon, and one of my Patreon. beloved <laughs> listeners and and uh, patrons—I don't normally call them. I, I, are they? Are they? I don't know if I call them patrons or not. But anyway, was like, I'm going to take one for the team. Daniel, how do you feel about all this anal sex talk? <laughs> and he was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, well, "I don't she, have it, any issues with an anus ride." <laughs> <laughs> she brings it up a lot. Um, and then he confirmed, which I, what I have shared before, which is, I think if I were the one who's like, we've got to make this happen, then he'd be on board, but he's not, you know, on his own, like wishing that this was something that we, not, what, how did we refer to it on the last episode that he's not wishing we like had this item on the menu. Right. But it's like, I could eat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're if, if someone if you're gonna have a snack, sure, but um, Snapchat. <laughs> okay, now that's something I have not done. Mm. 
So I don't want to make this show 100% quizzes, even though I would totally make this show 100% quizzes. But on the Jackie and Allison Patreon show yesterday, Jackie used, again, I'm, re- I'm letting something seep out of the, my, the what's suddenly become be the, careful. the porous boundaries. I know. I'll be very careful. Jackie used the term, um, a beauty world makeup term. And I've heard it before, <clears throat> but it made me wonder, do, wait, do I know exactly what this is? But I am more curious, do, do Helen, Tony, and Josh know what it is? It's a term that I feel like I had heard a long time ago, but lately I've been hearing it a lot. And it is a cut crease eye, like eyeshadow done with a cut crease. Um, and so I would like us to go around and reveal, just say what you think a cut crease means. Okay. okay. Tony, would you like to go first? No. Because <laughs> I literally have no fucking clue. Josh, do you want to say? Well, guess. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to crush it like I have with the pasta shapes, <laughs> but I, my guess, it, it, this is what it sounds like. It's like uh, after you've lost a boxing match and they have to cut you, right? They're, right your cut man comes over to make sure, that, to see if you're okay, and they stop the fight. It's like a, a restorative makeup job to kind of cover up your boxing injuries. I didn't even know there was a thing called a cut man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so your they come must be a Boston thing. Your I don't eyes. know either. <laughs> this is not a Boston thing. It's feel. I feel like it should be, though. You get in a fight at the bath, and then you got to get your cuts dealt with. <laughs> yeah, kids. They... <laughs> It's it's the person it's the guy you've seen it for sure. Is he a ya yeah guy a ya yeah dude? I don't think no, so. It's I like think... the guy that pours the water on him and like oh, make sure that you're yeah. doing okay. Yeah, that comes over to your corner and make sure you're doing okay. Um, D- does a cut I, I man have the ability okay. to like apply a butterfly bandage or anything, or is he just looking at you? They're called farfalli bandages, <laughs> <laughs> and they're your favorite bandages because <laughs> they're fancy. <laughs> Um, I don't know what they're allowed to do. I'm looking up on Wikipedia to see, like, they're responsible for preventing and treating physical damage, okay. can handle nosebleed, swelling, laceration. But I do think if you're bleeding, I don't think they bandage you. I think that is, like, stop the fight if you're bleeding too much. Mm, got okay. it. Okay. So now I know a what a cut man fan. is. Yeah. And I know but what Josh cut, thinks a cut, cut crease is. But the is. reference is, like, so gross because it means, like, your eye has swollen up so much. It's so full of blood. That he literally slices to get the excess blood out of your so that you. Can oh God, that's what a cut man is like a blood letter. Isn't that what it is, Josh? I think you're right. I think that is what yeah, it is. So. Oh, that's horrible. I thought yeah. it was someone. First, I thought that's what it was. Then I thought it's someone who just checks your cuts. But now I'm back to thinking it's no, horrible. This I is very disturbing. I think the cut man cuts you. I think that's what a cut man does. That's what I think. My whole life is about avoiding cut men. Cut people. Okay. Wasn't wasn't this in Rocky and Raging Bull, right? The guy comes over and like slices under his eye. Well, now I can't see those movies, which I've been meaning to see. <laughs> Allison. Allison, you, but we need to like bang out a whole weekend where you just do all the things that you've never I done. I know. Anal in Boston while watching Rocky. Yes. And then <laughs> Raging Bull. I'm going to cover my eyes though during this eye cutting scene though i have a very low tolerance for yuckiness um hence you know not doing anal exactly um helen what do you think a cut crease is i 
I'm gonna guess it's when you make the you make two color you use two eyeshadow colors and there's like a darker color on the bottom and then there's a sharp line in the middle like where the normal crease of your eyelid is and then a different color goes on top. That's what I'm gonna guess. That's a good guess. Tony, it it is now your turn. In the same way listen, Tony. When I was in sixth grade, that is when we, or fifth grade, that's when at my school, we started changing clothes for PE instead of just running around in our little uniforms. And um, sometimes they would enforce showers. And being a self-conscious pudgy kid, I didn't want to take a shower. And Mrs. Coleman said, Allison, you have to be like the other girls. So this is where Tony, I say, Tony, you have to be like the other girls and take a guess. I see you not wanting to. I know, well, because I'm literally just trying to think of anything that I, uh, that it could be. Uh, like even even a, a, trying to make a valid wrong guess seems hard to me right now. Um, I will say it uh, it involves only doing half of your eye. Solid. <laughs> Thank Solid you. Guess. Thank you, Tony. There's no dumb guesses. Okay. Oh, and and I think, I think it is where you put dark in the crease, um, but I'm I'm not exactly sure why. Jackie, what is the answer? Okay, so I would say out of everyone, Helen is probably the closest. Basically, a cut crease is when you cover your eyelid with a certain shade, and then you cover your you cover your entire eye with a shade, and then just on your lid, you cover it with a concealer to cut the crease out and cover that concealer with another color. So it creates like a dual color effect. Oh. Wow. This is very complicated. But that's basically what Helen said. Wow. Interesting. So it creates a dual color. So it's not about like making... The no, but it's a really pop. defined line of two colors. So, like, if you were to just use a, an eyeshadow brush and blend two colors together, that's not a cut crease. It's when there's like a definitive line. So, when you close your eyes, your eyelid is like cream, and the rest of your eye is like green, or some you know a color Ooh. combo. Some people do a glitter cut crease, which is what I was talking about on your mm-hmm. show, which is sort of like a smoky eye, and then you cut the crease with concealer and put like a glittery shade over it. So just your eyelid has like a glitter effect. This is something that the guys at the bar in Boston are like pros <laughs> at. Yeah, kid. Yeah, kid. A cut crease. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You you see her? She's cutting a crease. You know. I'll tell you that. <laughs> She's a good shit. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. She must be a good shit. Look at a cut crease. <laughs> Listen, you guys. Uh, speaking of things that are super stylish, are you familiar with Rothy's? I know that Jackie is. Uh, they make stylish, sustainable shoes and bags. Jackie, are you wearing Rothy's right now? I mean, they're right under my desk. At the, are they at the end of your legs? Because if so, you have applied shoes correctly. Look at, oh my gosh, hot pink Rothy's. Don't pay any mind to the dirtiness. Points. So the thing about Rothy's is they are made out of recycled water bottles. And when I first heard that, I thought that sounds crunchy. But somehow they manage to be like super good for the environment. And yet they are really soft and it feels like super soft yet strong fabric, you can wear them right out of the box without a break-in period. You do not get blisters. Um, Meghan Markle wore them on one of her, I think when she went to 
Australia. I might be wrong about that. But after that, I believe they started flying off the shelves. If, not, if they were not already flying off the shelves. Um, here's the thing. They're super comfortable. You can wash them in the washing machine. They are great everyday flats and you will fall in love with them and then you'll want to collect them much like Josh does with his sneakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, they even make a Rothy's sneaker. That's one of the uh, style profiles they make. Um, but they sell out. So when you go to the website, you'll be like, I want that one. You got to jump on it because it will sell out. Um Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash Allison. That's rothys, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Allison. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash Allison. Today, speaking of comfort and style, I want to tell you about Figs. Figs celebrates the 100% awesome healthcare professionals by making scrubs they actually feel excited about wearing. Forget boxy, itchy cotton scrubs. Figs are ridiculously soft and engineered with athletic apparel functionality win win um they have tons of pockets it's not exclusively scrubs daniel has a hoodie which is so comfortable i've i've borrowed it um it has tons of pockets i almost bought a lab coat from them until i had to admit to myself i have no use for a lab coat but it would have been so cool (laughs) figs proprietary fion x fabric with silvador antimicrobial technology for odor control fabric durability and four-way stretch moisture wicking anti-wrinkle and ridiculously soft so if you're one of the awesome humans who work in healthcare, figs wants you to wear the scrubs you deserve and and enjoy 15 percent off your first order and if you're not working on the front lines thank someone who is with the best scrubs in the world figs will give you 15 percent off too. use code best friend 15 at checkout head to wear figs w-e-a-r-f-i-g-s dot com and enter my code best friend 15 at checkout again that's wear figs w-e-a-r-f-i-g-s dot com and enter code best friend 15 at checkout get ready to love your scrubs okay so speaking of um phrases and whatnots i was accused by someone of saying hey you or hi like addressing the other person as you hey you hi you by someone who was like and i hate that and i was like i don't even think i do that do you guys have strong feelings about that one? Hey, I you. I didn't know one could have strong feelings about that. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be some people that hosting a podcast. This was pre-podcast, but hosting a podcast, which everyone here does, has allowed me to realize everyone has strong feelings about everything. Sure. But you're right. It seems so innocuous. But what was the objection? Th- yeah, this is a friend of yours and you saw them... Yes. Okay. Oh, hey, you. A friend of mine, and I was pulling up to his. I'll be very specific. I don't know why, but he had a recording studio that was like situated on this alley. And so I, and he lived in the recording studio. A handful of people will actually know who I'm talking about. Um, Is it Quincy Jones? It was Quincy Jones. That was exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. Wait, did Quincy Jones live in his recording studio? Oh, I don't know. It was just. I just, when you said my friend had a recording studio, I too almost went, was it Quincy Jones? Right. No, his name is Mike, but he no longer has that studio. But any, maybe because he uh, alienated everyone by picking at how they speak. So he claims that I pulled up, rolled down my window, and said, hey, you, and then parked. I don't think I did this. I think I said, okay. hey, guys, because there was a few people out there. And what's the objection if you did say, hey, you? yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, it's such a good question. I don't know. Because I, 
I I really I want to be I first of all I believe that you said hey guys and I hate you because Thank I have you. no reason to take Mike's side against you. Thank um, you. You're on your podcast. <laughs> Thank you. But second of all, I I'm just curious of like why why that would be a problem if you did say that. Would, right. Could he possibly be trying to accuse you of not remembering his name? Like, how well that was the person? only thing I could think of. He was like my best friend for a period of time, okay, so I one hundred percent knew his name. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I think I have to admit I have done that. I have. I have seen. Hey, girly. Yeah, I have seen. I am horrible with names, and I encounter hundreds of people because I do stand up and also act. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I encounter faces, vague faces. All the time, and I'm always like, "Hey, you!" Hey, but if he couldn't have known that, or he knew for sure that Allison did not forget his name, because I could see that if someone's like, "Hey, you!" and I'm like, "Come on!" (laughs) (laughs) But even then, the problem isn't them saying, "Hey, you!" It's them not knowing who I am. Right? No, it definitely wasn't that. I think so. This is the Orange County music scene. That I was a mm-hmm. part of and also wrote about. And I think it was more like, that's what sellouts say. I'm just going to guess it was something stupid. Like there was oh, some like, punk thing. Like, oh, you're talking like a, like a suit. Yeah. Like you're being like a soccer mom. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I'm just of, guessing. I mean, it sounds crazy to me now. I don't know. If, I wish I he could like weigh in. I feel like it could be a little flirty. Like, hey, you. You know? And, I mean, yes, but I didn't. I didn't say it. This is just well, bringing back. And this other, is all a moot point, right? The other, the other way that I could see someone not liking "Hey you" is if you were like, "Hey you," <laughs> like, <laughs> as in like, "Hey you, uh, what are you doing looking at my socks like that or whatever?" <laughs> is this, like, are we hey, back in Boston? Drop my apples that you just stole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you s- s- street urchin or whatever. <laughs> I'm just picturing Aladdin at this point. Hey, you. I bet you like shells. I bet that's your favorite pasta. That's me meeting a stranger. <laughs> yes, you, that is you. <laughs> do you like Bucatini? <laughs> How do we feel about people that like Bucatini? Because... I only know from my pandemic reading, which this was, and by that I mean the only article I read in the pandemic, um, was about the run, and I think this came up last time you were on, Josh, the run yeah, on Bucatini so. pasta early in the Shortage. pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, it, Bucatini's not even on this chart. Remind me what Bucatini yeah, I'm is. I'm not sure either. It's like a very thin tube. It, ultimately, yeah. it's a round pasta that's thicker than spaghetti, but it has a hole in the center. So you can like wind it around a fork and people, I feel like it has max tooth, tooth sink ability. Um, I think sauce ability, you get some sauce up in there. Right. Not the sauce Mm -hmm. ability of the cavatelli. No, 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 no. Cascatelli though, which has like, it looks like little octopus tentacles. I can't believe we're still talking about pasta, but I am (laughs) here for it. Anyway. Yeah. Josh, what do you think of someone who likes Bucatini? I think I like it. It feels hearty. It feels like someone who wants to, like, really sink their teeth into life, like, that has a lust for life. <laughs> oh, like, they may have, maybe have, like, a little gap between their front teeth and, like, lusty maybe, ladies? Maybe, sure. Yeah, they just want to, they just want to soak it all in. That's what <laughs> I think about Bucatini. Okay, that Inside makes sense. Inside and out. 
<laughs> they want inside they, and out. Inside and out. They get nothing to hide. Get all in there. Have you? This is a this is a, a, a sudden topic change. And Jackie and I already talked about it yesterday, but um, I'm just giving it all away. But it's a pertinent question. Have you guys seen the Q documentary on HBO? Q Into the Storm. Yes. No. Tony, I just yes. watched the first episode yesterday. That's all I've seen. So it is crazy to me that they basically reveal who Q is in a. It's it's not 100, percent but but it's convincing. Quincy Jones. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Quincy Jones. It's not Quincy Jones. It could be. It's his. It's 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 his recording studio. The Q, yeah. you know, the Q should have given it away. I know. He, he thought he was him. being so cute. <laughs> well, Daniel has like a decanter that has Q. He has a few items because his last name starts with a Q. He has a Q. A few a Q items. A few items with Q on them. And he was like, Q has ruined Q for me. But anyway, it, they reveal who Q is. Why is this not getting more attention? It is nuts to me. And then I looked it up and like there isn't a story in the Washington Post. But still, I would think this would be like I know that Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song had a baby today and I didn't even know they were together. But Mm -hmm. why is that being talked about when the identity of Q is not being talked about? What's going on? That is strange. Uh, On that note, I got to bounce. Okay. (laughs) Um, Bye, Helen. Helen, Bye, do you Helen. want to uh, offer up your plugs before you go? Oh, um, yeah. My, I'm still my dad's uh, YouTube channel is called Old Korean Dad Stories and Sometimes Mom on YouTube. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Funny Helen Hong. All right, thank you so much. Good luck with the. I know you're on deadline, so, nice so good luck you. with your project. Sorry, I was late and messed this up. I know, I, me I too. Apologize. Yeah, we're the no worst. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. It's our fault we have to lose Helen. I know. <laughs> I'm going to go find up. some bucatini right now. Okay, you great. You deserve it. You deserve <laughs> Good some luck. Bucatini it's going to be hard right to now. find. <laughs> um, okay, and then there were four. There were four. <laughs> <laughs> one by one, whittling down the group. That's right. Um, yeah, so what do you make of the fact that it is not more talked about, that they discovered like who the- Q is? Do you mean that, that the QAnon people aren't like, oh, well, I guess I was wrong. Better call it quits. Because as far as I know, that hasn't happened. No. It has not. That's, no, I don't mean talked about mean among Q. Wait, what, Tony? Oh, I just said you're just trying to say, like, why it's not all over the news. Yeah. Like, I would think that'd be, like, a big news story I that, hey, we know who Q is. I feel like they don't really give QAnon a lot of mainstream attention. Maybe that's what it is. Bill Maher talked about it. What'd he say? Mm-hmm. He, he said he revealed the ending of the documentary. Oh, he spoiled it. Did he, yeah, did yeah. he do a spoiler alert? No, he did, it was a really funny joke. I don't remember what it was now, but it was funny. Oh, wait a minute. I saw that, yes, because he also, he like spoiled a number. It was about the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. He, he spoiled a number of movies in a row. Like he spoiled yes. Promising Young Woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Funny. Um, I think... <laughs> To me, I think part of it was some of this information was out because of that an episode of that podcast, Reply All, had done like an investigation that had gone not to quite the same extent, but like the rumors about the two the two people that are kind of at the center of the documentary were like out there because of that investigation too. Mm. And I also think it's like it is like the the newsworthy thing about QAnon to me at this point isn't like 
the who the identity of the person like obviously fabricating this full nonsense is right. it's like the devotion and the the um fervor of the followers right to me and that's kind of a dicey thing to report on and and it's like the and, and if the followers like i think if they're like eh, whatever you know like i like if they're like no, 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 no. That's like whatever. I would be curious to hear how like the people who are really into it are like rationalizing. Yeah, this. I, I'm sure th- they'll say it was like sabotage to yep. like throw off their yeah. Case I think so. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm it, I'm. Oh, go ahead. I was curious just because it's like who is at the level who's. Re- who who are all these people swirling around and paying attention to? Who's doing right. that? And then when you discover, well, I don't want to spoil it, but it's uh, I'll just say it's not an insider, so to speak. Um, right, 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 right. It's kind of I don't know. I mean, I guess it sort of plays into probably what I assume is our beliefs about the whole Q and on of it all, anyway. Yeah. Right. I think like, right. I I totally am with you. Like that. It's like, yeah, of course that it's not someone that is like a a deep military source. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, of course it's like, of course this is all not accurate. And I I don't say that to like belittle, you know, because I, I feel like I've read enough about like, well, don't like belittle people for believing, like embrace them back to like, reality and like and and yeah and like invite people back to like kind of the the world as as the rest of us know it Mm -hmm. but like i do think like as somebody who has followed this kind of since the beginning it's like yeah this this is not like a real thing (laughs) i do get though the appeal i'm sure everyone does of there's something beneath the surface that like allows life to totally make sense and i mean like that's an appealing idea that everything 1, is a riddle yeah 1000 percent. it's just it, not it's reality. just like and it's like sad i like it, it is it hurts me that like i think people get so sucked into this and, and like get involved in this thing that is like not you know that is that is like a comforting narrative that doesn't like have a basis in fact and the, and it is like ultimately harmful right well speaking it's not of- like it's not like diagnosing people's personality by pasta shapes no that's a science <laughs> thank you <laughs> we haven't done tony yet and i feel really bad about it okay tony if you also feel bad about that then i know where you can go to talk about that this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. if you are feeling depressed or struggling with relationships or having difficulty sleeping or meeting your goals BetterHelp offers online professional counselors who can listen and help BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in under 48 hours um i know a number of people who are doing better help right now they have mentioned on the podcast it's podcasters that you know uh, and like they've mentioned on the podcast uh and it's um with one of them she well actually she said it on the show so i feel comfortable it's ali ward um her first therapist that she uh was connected with via BetterHelp. did it, she it was perfectly nice but didn't feel like it was a match and the thing that i love about BetterHelp is you can change therapists as many times as you want if you feel like it's not the right match and there's no extra charge. Um, I know people can be nervous about starting therapy 
uh, you know, right now? What if it's, I don't want to make a commitment. What if it's all these concerns you might have, you will not be stuck with someone that you feel is not the right match for you. You, they will get you to the right person. And now she loves the person that she has been paired with um, and is getting so much out of it. And I think, just think it's so great. Our listeners can get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash best friend. Visit betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash best friend and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, Better H-E-L-P dot com slash best friend. Um, okay, let's guess Tony's pasta. Now, Tony's pasta. <laughs> Amazing. Jackie, I love that. That was so this, good. It's that as could if, be the theme song to a new TV show. Yes. I hope it, I hope it is. I'm available for jingles if anyone has a project because that's like my dream. Um, okay, so... Tony, you want to give us a hint? I mean, what what's what I'm keeping in mind is that you said that you don't have strong feelings about pasta. Uh, yeah, but again, it's not that I don't like it. I just am not like super um, picky. Yeah, uh, sort of. Yeah, but oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give a clue. I have one in mind. Uh, okay, my clue is that I originally grew up in the Midwest. Okay. Hmm. Oh, interesting clip. Oh, that mean. I've I've got an idea. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Wait, let's all say them in unison because I feel like we all think we've got. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. (laughs) Now, given that we're on Zoom and there's a bit of a lag, I I, you know what? We can make it work. Josh, you count. One, two, three. Macaroni. Macaroni. Ooh, who got it? I think Jackie and I got it. What did you say, Josh? I said shells. We said macaroni. We said macaroni. Oh, like Velveeta shells and cheese. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Tony, what yeah. is it? It is macaroni. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The streak is broken. The that's right, broken. Josh. How are you feeling? Can you handle it? I, it hurts. Am I, I'm shaking to my core. I know it's <laughs> only been 30 minutes that I believe this about myself, but I truly thought that I was going to be able to do this forever. <laughs> what if... We didn't guess his. You're thing, Icarus, you know. Throw too many in there, it's going to throw too off close to the boiling yeah. bowl of pasta water. I think he was spaghetti. We guessed yours, right? Your spaghetti. Mm-mm. No, we haven't guessed. <gasps> we guess we haven't. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Wait, who was spaghetti then? Helen. Helen. Oh, we haven't guessed. Remember, Josh's remember yet. when you're angel hair? I'm Farfalli. Helen is spaghetti. Tony's macaroni. What is Josh? Tony macaroni. I can't believe we didn't do Josh. How did I? Wait. But Tony just said, remember when Helen was here, time is confusing in the pandemic. It sure is. Mm-hmm. Was it I, five minutes ago? Five minutes ago, yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Josh, you got to give us a hint. Okay. I will say that for me, this might be too much of a hint, but of the three parameters of, you know, sauceability, forkability, uh, tooth sinkability. Tooth, tooth sinkability. <laughs> I'm a forkability person. That's a okay. priority for me. Okay. Hmm. Now, what does forkability mean? To right. That's yeah. the, mm-hmm. Right. Because mm-hmm. are you. S- for me, it's how easy it is to grab. Yep. That's. I okay. will say that is. That's where. Okay. I'm, that's kind of. I'm, I'm gonna around. go. You know, I said penne before. I really like penne. It's probably my second. So I'm gonna go penne because penne needs some representation today. 
it's that's fair and it's inclusive. I am going to say Rotini because I feel like Rotini, if Rotini is what I'm thinking it is, oh, now I'm like, shit, is it maybe this other thing? I'm still going with Rotini because I feel like Rotini, uh, you, can, you can snag with a fork pretty easily. Ton- Tony and, Pasta? Uh, I will once Rigatoni, again- what's your take? Yeah, not not just because of my name again, I'm, but I'm gonna guess rigatoni again, just because I think of when I eat it the the way you can like just slide those uh, mm-hmm. prongs right into the or the tines right into the uh, hole of the rigatoni. Which so, is rigatoni? Is that big tubes? Yeah, but penne <laughs> is a tube, but slanted. Yeah, which to me adds another element of like exoticism. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sticking with my rotini, but my other, the other one I wondered is like, what if it's wheels? I, I don't want it to be wheels. I don't either. What am I, nine? (laughs) I was literally going to say something. Yeah. That feels like a pasta. Like, maybe it, like, I don't want any people who are like, my Nana used to make pasta wheels for us every day until her death. Like, I don't want to offend anyone that feels that way, but it does seem like, like, it almost seems like. Uh, showing the craft pasta that's in the shape of a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, my favorite pasta, dinosaur. What's the fancy name for wheels? Does anyone know? There probably is one. Isn't it on the... It's on the, the... Sh- on the chart. Ro- rote. Rote. Yeah, okay. R- All right. So, so, Josh, did anyone get it right? Yes. Jackie nailed it. I've been in a real penne groove in the pandemic. I feel very penne lately. You, Jackie, I mean, is so I'm happy. I'm coming for your title, sweetie. I'm coming Damn for your it. title. I got two it's at the very end. Two? Yeah, That's we're pretty. Right. We're pretty close. Oh my god, is it three, two, and one? Like Josh, did you did you get three correct? I got three. Yep. Wow, wow. This is like this is practically an O. Henry story. I mean, the <laughs> end is really what a twist. What a twist. <laughs> I love that. That also, was thrilling, I honestly, think for me. This has been truly. 40 minutes of the show so far, I think. <laughs> Allison's like, this is the lowest ratings I've ever got. <laughs> lowest downloads ever. I mean, unless there's like a bunch of pasta heads out there who are like, yes, this is what I I've can't... been waiting for. Who wouldn't want to hear this? I feel like I people. Agree. Yeah. I mean, you know how many podcasts there are? I say go niche or go home. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I I want to start a, po- a podcast now that's just about pasta shapes. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know your thing. I mean, I don't mean to put you in a box, but a thing you do sure. is give pep talks on Twitter. But what yeah. if the thing you also did was guess people's pasta on Twitter? Yeah, I feel like people would be so excited for me to get be wrong. They would be like, "Yeah, you idiot!" They'd come you said for you, rigatoni. It's uh, it's routine and I'm just like, all right, fine. I just thought this was going to be fun. Why are 600 people yelling at me now? <laughs> that is social media right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell sure you. We're going to have a nice time talking about noodles. <laughs> nope. All right. So I got to do some business. Um, but then I think we should do Just Me or Everyone because we okay. have not done the audience sent in Just Me or Everyone's in a while. Although I am always open to guest submitted Just Me or Everyone's as well. However, first, I want to say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Uh, hello, new patrons. 
Although actually, perhaps they had been patrons before and ne- and then now they're back. I don't know. So I don't mean 100% new, but you know, for the sake of this new. Hello and welcome, Michaela F., Stephanie F., and Autumn P., and Conrad B. Uh, and I offer an annual subscription where it's 12. If you sign up for that, it's 12 months for the price of 10. So you get a savings. Um, someone who goes by the name of Anonymous, but I don't think it's the Anonymous, has signed up for an annual subscription. And then Lynette S. has converted from her monthly to annual. So hello, welcome. Hope you guys all enjoy the Patreon stuff. Um, also, I, inspired by our own Jackie J., have introduced a new reward. It's very exciting. It's been a while since I've introduced a new Ooh. reward. Ooh. Thank very you, exciting. Tony and audience. If you are Thank at Josh. the confidant level, which is $10 and above, you can receive texts from me and you can text me. So Ooh. I've been playing Whoa. around with it today. I've sent some texts. I've received some texts. Um, and uh, maybe cause the, what made me think of it was in the same way that social media can be 600 people yelling at you when you thought you were just going to have fun. I'm like, what if instead of just spending all my time on these unrewarding social medias, I just spend a lot of time on this new platform where we can text. That being said, I got to set expectations correctly. It is a volume. There's a lot of people. So it may take me some time to get back to you. it, it It won't be super in depth, but it is me texting you. And, um, and, Oh, I had so there was an and there. What was it? Oh, yeah. And I definitely see all your texts that you send me. Jackie, am I setting my expectations, their expectations correctly? No, that's exactly what I say, too. Because I sent today, I, I just was house hunting. I sent them some ugly sinks. I said, <laughs> does anybody like these sinks? You know, like that's the kind of information mm-hmm. I get and, you know, send out. And I, it's really fun. Yeah, it is. It has been super fun so far. So uh, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. Let's do some Just Me or Everyone, and let's listen to the song. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Okay, give me a moment to find the thing. I have one, by the way. Oh, yeah, let's hear yours. I've been keeping a document. Oh, Ooh. Love that. Yeah. Hello. So, Wonderful. Okay. Do you want me to do mine first? Yes, please. Okay. Just me or everyone, do you follow people on Instagram that you really can't stand? Yes. And you want to <laughs> unfollow them, but you feel so weird, even though it's like a person you met once at a party and had a good conversation with, but it's like five years later and you're like, I don't care about your life. I don't have time for your life. Like, but you don't want to be an asshole, but you really just don't want to see what they're doing anymore. Yes. For me, it's less someone that I ever met in real life. It's like someone I just started following because I don't know why. they. Someone told me they have cute dog photos or something. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I, I hate the voice that you've assigned your dog. And, oh, wow. oh, yeah. Um, and all you do is like travel and it and it makes me feel sad about my own life. Um, but I'm still following her. There's a lot of people where I'm like, this is putting me in a bad mood and it's my own fault. I chose to follow them. But why don't you unfollow? I don't know. 
can't you I'm make doesn't um, instagram have like a mute thing i have people muted but i'm trying to uh, knock my numbers down you know what i mean mm. like i think following 600 people is too many i think i follow more mm. than that I, yeah, do, we, I think I do too. Let me see. I what don't. My I do is. it more on Twitter than on Instagram. Yeah, Twitter too, though. Twitter. Yeah. Too, I feel like on Instagram, there's not that much that I see that bothers me and who I with who I follow. Like there, it just takes. I think my threshold for being annoyed is much higher. Yeah, yeah that's kind of where I'm at. It's not that I can't stand these people, but it's just people that kind of <laughs> annoy. But the that's shit what out. I'm saying. It's like. Bless them. It's it's honestly it's not even that I don't like them or whatever. It's just like that I don't need to see what they're doing. Yes, yeah. I don't yeah. need oh. to see it. <laughs> sure, you know what I mean. Like yep. I don't know them. They're not yeah. people that, especially during pandemic. It's like I think we all kind of reassess our lives and we were like, oh, who do we really care about and who are we not caring <laughs> yep. about? Right. Like who do we not need? Well, yep. it's there's some people who post all the time, so it's like you cannot avoid seeing their posts so you have to mm-hmm. you have to do the math of like do you but care you about like it? them but they post too much oh my yeah. god there's somebody i'll tell y'all when we end this we mm-hmm. all know who they are like wh- y'all know them <laughs> they post too much i wonder if we're thinking Quincy jones. Quincy jones i wasn't gonna say it yeah well now don't let me forget to find out um so wait though the person that like someone that you met at a party why do you not want why do you not want to unfollow you're afraid they'll notice yeah, I don't want them to think I don't like them. I don't want yeah. them to take it personally and feel shitty. It's just that, like, I'm trying to whittle down my numbers and bless you, and I want you to have a great life. I just don't need to see your dog every day. I don't need to see your coffee every day. I right. don't need to see whatever. I have yeah. a question. Yes. Why do, you, why do you care so much about the numbers if you were to just mute? Well, I, because I don't want to have the high numbers. But Why? That's what I'm asking. Because I don't need to follow that many damn accounts, Tony. <laughs> I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. I'm just I'm trying to get some more information. Like I just met a couple new people, like uh, you know, zooming, podcasting. They follow me, and I'm like, fuck. Now I'm following 605 people. I don't need to be following that many. Yeah. Because so if you mute 505, it's only 100. I know, but why <laughs> am I following them if I don't want to see what they're up to? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But, you, yeah, you I think I I think we shouldn't beat ourselves up for this stuff because there are so many in person things that we do of that nature, and this is just the online extension of it, right? right. Like yeah. if one of those people, even one that you're like fine with, but you're just like I don't really care how they're doing. If they walked up to you at a party and were like, "Hey, how are you? Here's what I've been up to," you can't all you can't in that circumstance be like, "I'm gonna walk away because right. I can't care about this many people." Right. I mean, I unfollowed somebody like a few months ago because, again, I do this where I I do a little light editing. Sure. And it was a friend – not even a friend. This is a guy who my friend was on a show with. A friend of mine was on a show, and he's one of the characters on the show. And I run into him at cast parties and stuff. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen this guy in real life in over two years. I unfollowed him. Guess what? That same night I went to a Zoom party, and he fucking logged in. And I'm like, I just unfollowed this guy. Oh, (laughs) no. I mean, that's wild. You can run into these people. I don't want yep. them to take it personally. I don't take right. it personally when people unfollow me, but I have done a lot of work on, like, internet boundaries and, like, but taking things personally. How Not do you, how do you know when they've unfollowed you? Well, I I have an app. You do? Oh, that's oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't check it often. That I is check Pandora's it. box. I check it every couple of months. I have really good boundaries with it. But I, because I like to keep my shit edited. And if somebody unfollows me, I'm almost like, good, now I don't have to look at you. 
Oh my god! I'm wow. so tempted to ask for the name of that app, but that would be just terrible for my well, no, mental like, health. I'm not offended if strangers unfollow me. Like I, people come and go. I get it. It's when like a personal person I know unfollows sure. me. Like you know, that's really. I don't even. I just delete. It says unfollowed 700 people. I just delete. I don't even look. It's it's really just the people I know. Does and if it's. Somebody I barely know and met five years ago, I don't care that they unfollow me. I don't take it personally. I just say, great, now I can unfollow you. Does this app tell you, like, at when, when, like, does it I correlate it I, to posts? You can if you have, like, notifications set up and shit, but I don't do that. Oh, my goodness. Do you guys have one of these apps? Mm-mm. No. No. That's how I think it would, it would, um, it would not feel good. The first, to me. the first time you run it can cut. I'll be honest. <laughs> The first time you run it, it can cut because you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I like to keep inventory and I like to know where I stand with people. Call me not crazy. Me. I would prefer to not know. I don't know how to do it on Twitter, but on Twitter, you just go to your follows and it says follows you. And if it doesn't yeah. say follows you, mm-hmm. they unfollowed you and you can yeah, unfollow yeah, them. Yeah, Instagram makes it harder. If you're following them, it doesn't say yes. if they're, they're following back. I did notice that because I was tempted to. Because there was somebody recently that I was like, does this person follow me? And I Well, then you just to go to their follow, follows yeah, and see if you then, come up. I know. But then there's some people that follow like thousands of people. If you you can do, there's a search. Mm. If you hit message, like to direct message them, then it'll say you, you follow each other or it'll yeah. say you've followed this account mm. since. or it'll, So that's where it'll give you that information. You know what else is interesting now mm. on, in, on Instagram? If you unfollow somebody, it has follow, unfollow back. So you can have them unfollow you when you unfollow them. Wait, what? Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you and unfollow someone... Wait, if you unfollow someone, they are offered the chance to unfollow you back? Yes. You can, you can make them unfollow you too. Wow. That like a, is that, crazy. Yeah. That's like the soft block, right, on Twitter. That's what, but I think that's great. I love yeah. that. Yeah. It's like it's like a um a mutual breakup decided yes. upon by one person. <laughs> I think it's really powerful. I haven't done it yet, but I'm tempted to be honest. So, is that automatic? Like if I unfollow someone who was following me, they will be given unfollow back or I have to like enable that? No, you have to choose it. Oh, do you mean on that does the person have to approve it? Yeah. I don't know. We should test it out. Where's my phone? Oh, do you want me to unfollow you and see if it show gives it to me? All right. I follow you. I'll follow you right back. I love your account. Thank okay, you. Allison Rosen. Let's see. Where are you? Oh, I guess I already unfollowed you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it says following, right? Yeah. I'm going to go to unfollow. Okay. All right. Oh. That's it. It didn't do it. Oh, okay. Damn it. I swear it's real. I saw it at some point. Maybe they got rid of it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like that would be pretty uh, destructive. Okay, so now when I go to you, it just shows... I just see following. I I just... Never mind, everybody. Erase that from the episode. (laughs) I don't know. I swear to God I saw that. Um... Wait, I had something to say. Oh, no, I've look, lost look, remove it. Remove follower. I found it. Okay. Remove follower. Okay, do it. Ooh. Okay. Remove follower. Instagram won't tell Allison Rosen they were removed Ooh, from followers. Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, so I'll, it's like I'm just getting blocked, basically. But I, you're unfollowing me. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. Shit, that's powerful. It's that very powerful. It is powerful. Oh, my God. I want to do it to everybody. <laughs> 
Wait, I had something. To, what was I going to say about because all of this? Because then if I they confront know. you, if they're like, you unfollowed me, I'll go, you unfollowed me first. Oh, Jackie, that's fucked up and I respect it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. We're what on a to power something move. now. We're on. To, I would, by the way, I'm too passive aggressive to unfollow people. That's why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Oh, I know what I was going to say. You guys, my husband, before he, he was following me before we knew each other because he had seen me on he like liked me on a show and mm-hmm. then he unfollowed me and then uh. he started following me again and i only know this because he revealed it to me but he, i guess uh. at a certain point he was like who is she again she posts a lot and just went click wow. <laughs> well, if, if people don't follow me back i'm not following them really i don't i don't i don't i have a I lot of neuroses i do too just, i guess i just it's not same I also have some neuroses. I have sometimes had Jackie, the same one as you, where it's like if I meet someone and I follow them and then I notice a little time goes by and they don't follow me, it's like, oh, and I don't think of it as like a mean thing. It's like, oh, I thought maybe we were going to keep in touch, but you didn't think that. And that's okay. Same. I don't don't take offense, especially because a a lot of people like me are trying to control their numbers. Like I don't Mm want to follow a ton of accounts. So if I follow you back, it's because like I really wanted to continue with this. Mm -hmm. For sure. Is, but is there like a clout aspect of if you have a low number, it somehow yeah. helps you helps yeah, the algorithm course. or something? Yeah, of course. It, it's more impressive to me. Like if you have a hundred thousand followers, but you follow fifty thousand accounts, that's not very impressive, right? Right. You know. And then so. it's like, but then there's there's like a level at which it's not imp- not not to contradict you because I think a wrinkle to it is there's a level at which you're like oh you're just using this to broadcast right, right. like yeah. like yeah. when you see like a, a very very famous person who like followers 3.4 million following zero and you're mm-hmm. like oh you're using this this is like a commercial for you right and that's, yeah so you're not like, even supporting anybody else yeah exactly um overall do you think social media is good or bad? Leans more which direction? Bad. I kind of think that too. Have you seen Social Network? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was all I needed to see. All the Vincent Cartizers. Well, just look at our mental health. I mean, yeah. if I had if I had Instagram in high school, I can't even imagine oh, yeah. how toxic I know. that would be for me. Mm-hmm. It was hard enough without it. There's... Even with AOL instant messenger away messages, those mm-hmm. were stressful enough. <laughs> yep. I do think there's so much good that has come out of it, though. There yeah, is. that's how I globally. Feel. I, I know that it's. I know there's a lot of bad that has come out of it, and that I watched that documentary also, and it mm-hmm. really opened my eyes to some things. But like, yeah, there are a lot of really great things for, like, that I can speak for me personally. Only speaking on that level. That I have that have come from social media for me. Tony's referring to sliding into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel similar. I've had a lot of positive personal experiences. I also don't want to like take away from the work of like activist organizing, yes. like people mm-hmm. who who didn't have a voice in like the public sphere or in media whose voice had been pushed to the side, who have had social media. Um, you know, uh, f- through social media have found that kind of public voice, which I think is awesome. But I also think like the way it's run, it has like a lot of the problems that are like in the rest of the world, but like turbocharged and shot right into your eyeballs. Right. Yeah. Um, that's true. 
But without social media, I couldn't collect just me or everyone's from my listeners. Okay. If you would like to submit one, at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter, hashtag J-M-O-E. Gary Weinman says, put Tide Pod in laundry machine. Fill with clothes. Panic that I didn't put in Tide Pod. Have to either fish around machine or take clothes out until I confirm Mm -hmm. its presence. I'm seeing some nodding. I don't, I just use, I don't use the Tide Pods because I have kids and it scares me, although they seem so convenient. But you guys have this experience? Do you say they're tasty? And tasty. <laughs> they do look delicious. They do. They Snapchats. look so <laughs> Don't they look they, – they make them look so enticing. Yeah. They should stop doing that. They should. <laughs> they should make them look gross. But so, they wouldn't taste good. As soon as you put it in your mouth, you'd be like – They definitely would taste so bad. Right. I'm not like close to wanting to eat one. I just acknowledge <laughs> that they have a candy-like appearance. Yes. I took a whiff of a... We got a new dishwasher, not to brag. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was delivered (laughs) with two dishwashing, like, pods, things. um, Dishwashing detergent pods. And I was trying to figure out, would I feel safe having those around my kids? And I took a whiff of one, assuming it not to have a smell. But it had, like, a very extremely strong... um, like bathroom cleanser smell, not the bathrooms, mm-hmm. but something that would be strong enough to clean your bathroom, not a bathroom smell. So sure. I feel like you'd have to disengage the part of you that's like, don't eat something that smells like pine. Yeah. To put that yeah, in your yeah, mouth. Yeah. But people do crazy things. So anyway, with the yeah. Tide Pod, you just go straight into the wash. You don't put it in the detergent dispenser. No, you drop it right in the, the basin and then you cover it with clothes. Got it. Oh, does it not work if you put it in last? Oh, maybe it does. I've I've put it in last. I feel like that's I don't usually use what I them, do. but I feel like I've done that before, like doing laundry at like my in laws' house or something. Yeah, I I mean, I like I can't imagine that that it like is such a gentle cycle <laughs> that like if you put it in last it just like floats to the top <laughs> maybe but yeah i i usually put it in first and then i'll sometimes do that thing where i'm like did i and then mm-hmm. i i like have to remember the sensation of like putting my hand in the bag of tide pods and i'm like yeah i did that that is me with taking allergy pills lately mm. i have always either didn't i didn't take one or i I've, i guess i'm taking two yeah, I'm the, no, I'm that's the same me. way with pills in general, yeah. No, I was going to say, before you said that, this the analogy for me would be my probiotics and my ritual vitamins at night. Mm-hmm. Because I swear there's been several nights where I take them, and then I go shower something, and I go, oh, I don't think I took them. And then there is a memory, as Josh was saying, like putting your hand... But then I'm like, is that a memory from yesterday? Right. <laughs> right. And then right. I take like, them, I, of course and then I'll I get diarrhea because I have too many probiotics in my body. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, those memories because it's like it's always going to be the same. That's totally true, right? Where it's like, oh, did I get the pill? Oh, this would have felt the same as every day. Yes, because I do it every night. I had one of those pill things that had the days of the week on it, and even that didn't really. I think because I would just kind of blindly open up the next one, and like even that didn't work. Well, you have to refill it, right? It's not like they're automatically in there, right? Mm -hmm. What I do now is I have a place on my dresser. I have like a little jewelry box and then a keychain with like the key ring. And I put two pills in the jewelry box and mm-hmm. I put 
another pill in the ring of the key ring. It is really not important where I put this them. This is wild. Two, just two. I know it's insane. Two specific places, and every night after I do the bike, I take them out of the bottles and put that like reload it for the morning. Um, and that seems to be a system that works for me usually. So I would recommend you guys get jewelry boxes and sense. key rings. It really could be anywhere though. Okay. Um, okay. let's see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Nguyen says seeing someone wear a sweater or jacket in warm weather makes me feel secondhand warm for them. I that seeing it alone wouldn't make me feel that way, but if they're like flushed and sweat and a little sweaty, then I would feel mm-hmm. that way for them. I'm always cold, so I love a layer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel I, like I'm more likely to get secondhand cold than secondhand warm. Yeah, like if I see someone wearing shorts and sandals when it's like 42 degrees, I might be like, ooh. Uh, but I think if I see someone in the summer wearing like a, a hoodie, I'm not going to be like. Oh, hot flash. Yes. Oh, can I tell a really quick story? Please. So when I was like 22, I went to Chateau Marmont and I was sitting on the patio and I decided to, we, me and my friends all wore like really little cute like club girl dresses and it was freezing. And then Ellen, Portia and Ryan Seacrest came and sat next to us. And when Portia walked by, she goes, those girls must be freezing. (laughs) 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 And we were. I have never been there. Is that the only time you've been there? No, I used to go all the time because it was like the place to take people from out of town to see celebrities because there were always celebrities. Uh huh. But I don't think it's, I don't know if it's still like cool like that anymore. Right. This was 15 years ago. Tony, have you been there? No, never. Josh, you? Me either. No. You're the only. Let's all go. Let's all have a $45 just okay salad. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Uh, okay. (laughs) I know. The LA Power Lunch. Mm hmm. Krista Lorenz says, whenever I do anything with water, dishes, wash my face, water plants, refill the Keurig Reservoir, just to name a few, immediately have to stop what I'm doing, go pee, then continue on with my task. I've had two babies, so I think that's what caused it. Even if it's not water, just any time I have to do anything, and I think it has to do with, it's, it's more, it's exacerbated by the pandemic where I never ever leave the house, but it already was like this. I basically have to pee, like any, the first thing I have to do, no matter what I do, is pee. I'm a frequent peer also. Yeah, all the time. Same. It's not triggered by water, but it yeah. is like – because if I'm not leaving the apartment, I'll just – like when there's no like cost to peeing, right? Where it's like, oh, the bathroom's there. I know nobody's yeah, in it. Exactly. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It's good for your bladder. Get it Get it all empty, you know? Yeah. But I think – I deserve that. My, you do. We all do. <laughs> but I think my tolerance for having a little bit of pee in my bladder has gone down. Like, I need to be at empty all the time or else right. I feel like I need to go. I think you're right because, like, if I'm if I'm out in the world, I can go hours of, like, okay, I got on the subway. I went to this errand. I did the errand. I, like, walked around. I grabbed a hot dog. I came back. And, and I'd be like, oh, that's fine. But, like, home, I'll be like, well, I woke up. I walked to the couch. And I better pee just to be careful. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just so you're not – yeah. I emailed you guys the link for today, and I was like, I got to go pee. I'll be back in a sec because I didn't mm-hmm. want to be uncomfortable during the show. Mm-hmm. Smart. Um, I was a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast a few years ago, mm-hmm. and my big concern was how am I – because he does like three-hour yeah, conversations. Yeah, they go long. 
And I had asked Greg Fitzsimmons, like, do you guys take a pee break? And he said no. And I was like, how am I going to do this? But somehow mm-hmm. I did. So you, I'm a true professional. You've got that Rogan focus. <laughs> That's and he right. locks you in. Yeah. And then you don't, you don't have to pee. I mean, but honestly, I think there is something to that because I really was so distracted that I didn't realize how much I needed to pee. But I think I also had been like purpose it was as if i was gonna like go on a flight when i pee all the time actually but i purposefully like had fewer liquids that day mm-hmm. okay you know what i heard a couple of years uh re- somewhat recently is, and it was something i never thought about is what? supposedly football players are will sometimes just pee their pants i love that because there's no there's no bathrooms on the field and the games are long and sometimes they have to go and they just go. I mean, that wasn't, just makes sense. There's no way there... that's true. That would be disgusting. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what I read. And it was like a, a player saying it himself. Marathon runners and stuff, don't they just pee sometimes? I don't I mean, know. It sounds, know. This all, this all just, checks they out. They tackle each other. Imagine if you tackled somebody and you got it's a, a piss squish. spray. I know. Well, I think okay. that was also part of the thing is they were trying to say even like that it can almost like be an advantage. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine if someone was going to tackle you and you're just pissing left <laughs> and right. I mean, I feel like that's you've how got an I've edge. Been. You're right. You're you're under you're you're repellent. You're slippery. Yeah, you're slippery. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony, what were you reading? Where they had this? I don't remember where I saw this. I'll have to see. I'll try and see if I can find uh, find it somewhere. I'm sure it was online. Why is it called Sports Illustrated? Do you know? Do you know, Josh? Do you know, Jackie? <laughs> I think it's the pictures. But, that, I mean, that suggests illustration. Like, at one point, was it illustrations? I never thought about that. I, I never thought about that. You're right. It's not mm. called Sports Photographed. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be more accurate. Yes. It would be more accurate. Very few, like, pencil and ink drawings. <laughs> pen and ink drawings. Right. Um, all right. Maybe just a couple more. Because it getting this has been a lengthy one yeah i'm getting to that have to pee point too i know all this talk made yeah, me come kind of on bladders <laughs> okay you know my husband aforementioned daniel q uh he <laughs> in the entire time i've been with him which is now once 10 years i can think of one, and i'm not exaggerating once when i was aware that he got up in the middle of the night to pee that is how much he just goes to sleep and then wakes up and pees in the morning. Is anyone does anyone here capable of that? My spouse does not pee. I'm I'm honestly appalled sometimes at how long he goes. <laughs> yeah, because I have to go the, the minute those eyes are open. I'm I'm peeing. Oh, before those eyes are open, I need that. It, it, I wake up in the night to pee. Well, I, I stopped doing sleeper. that because I I stopped drinking water too late. That's smart. That. So now yeah. you can. Wow. Okay. So you're you're on the Daniel plan. Yeah, but I'm talking like we get up, we have a leisurely morning, we look at houses in bed, the dog comes up, and I'm like, you haven't peed yet. That's how <laughs> Elliot, my four year old, is has potty trained recently, but he'll go to sleep, wake up, and then like doesn't need doesn't he'll put it off until like one or two, but he'll he'll be dry. I'm like, how are you possibly doing this? It's impressive Kegels. I know. I mean, I think it's just all that fresh plumbing. Okay. Um, 
Is it just Nicole Ketchum says, and this is, the, this is the last one we'll do for today. Is it just me? The longer I wait for my car at the car wash, the more dollars I add to the tip. You know, and I didn't understand this at first because I was thinking, no, I'd be like, why are you taking forever? But I think the idea probably is like thinking that they're putting in all this extra work. Um, no, I feel like I can't, it's got, it's been so long since I've gotten my car washed. But I, I understand the thinking. Yeah, I, I don't I think I do much that. Only I th- go to the drive-through ones. I've started doing that. The inside of my car is so messy, but the outside does appear clean. I give a. I mean, I hope this isn't controversial. I give a standard fiver. Yeah, I hope that's not too cheap. If that's too cheap, I'll up it because I'm a big tipper. Excuse my my East Coast. First of all, not having a car currently, but before I was, it would just be dirty all the time. What? How much does the car wash cost? Well, That's it depends. I mean, like, if you get, like, a detail or something, you oh, know, yeah, 100 that, that bucks. Can go, yeah, that can go high. And I'll tip more on that. But, like, if sure. I do I do the one where they, like, vacuum out my car and everything, it was, like, you know, a $20 car wash or whatever, I give them a fiver. Mm-hmm. I always give a five. I feel like that's that not, I, that's a good tip. That seems like a reasonable I, I, tip. I mean, in this market, it probably isn't. Well, I'm sure but someone I will tip. let you know it's not, but. Yeah, yeah. I tip. I, I'm like a, I try to be an, a very generous tipper. I used to make my living off of tips and I feel like it's good karma. I think that's very nice. Um, you guys, this was so much fun. We learned about each other's pastas. We learned about cut <laughs> creases. Helen was there for part of the time. <laughs> or I miss was her. she? Or was she? What if she was a figment of our imagination? A collective hallucination. Yes, a halluc- a hel- a hallucination. <laughs> there it is. You found it. I messed it up. I think we were all circling around it. Um, listen, you guys, that. if you would like, I have been spending all so much time curating my Amazon list in my Amazon shop. I'm an Amazon influencer, which is uh, good for me. Oh, Jackie's holding <laughs> up. Her bless your heart candle, which and she I talked about. This from your store. I put it in my store. I'm now on my second one. Um, go to amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. I have all my podcasting gear is in its own little, there's like different lists. So I've got the podcasting gear, makeup, housewares, kid stuff, Daniel's Corner, where I put embarrassing things that he uses for real, like Beano and Breathe Right strips and saline nose spray and all sorts of fun stuff. Um, so go there. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave a comment on um, Apple Podcasts. Five stars is my favorite number. Listen to my other podcasts. Childish. Go follow the guests. Um, follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Josh, where might we... F- <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. But Jackie's doing <laughs> something funny, which you could have seen on Patreon. Patreon.com. Yeah. Patreon. Patreon. Jackie be extra funny with a second of your senses. <laughs> um, I am. I have a podcast called Make My Day. It's a comedy game show where there's only one contestant, so the contestant always wins. Um, and then there's a donation to charity. That's the grand prize. I'm campaigning called- to be a guest. I know. I'm. I'm Shit, working I am on it too. Okay. Yeah, okay. We all are. Let's do it. Um, I have um, I have a book called Nice Try, Stories of Best Intentions and Mixed Results. Uh, my stand-up is available online if you're interested in that. Um, and hopefully I'll do live shows again soon. And Jesus and Marrow, uh, Thursdays and Sundays at 11 on Showtime. I uh, am not just a fan. I, I work there as well. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if it was just a random thing you're tossing in? Like, you guys got to watch Ted Lasso. That's my plug. <laughs> <laughs> I just liked it. Jackie, Nothing what, to do with it. What about you? 
Well, everyone knows by now that Natch Butte is my podcast, and we have uh, new episodes every Thursday, and my Patreon is patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. Patreon! Yeah, I better get a drop. <laughs> and it's been really fun. I'm, I think I'm going to have Allison, because I just came on her Patreon. I have some perfumes that are supposed to smell like blood. Oh, my God. And I think That's... you and I need to do a smell test. That would be fun. It doesn't sound very good at all, but... You Apparently, know. blood is a very popular note for fragrance. I don't know, but if you're willing to go there with me, you gotta you gotta sniff up. I'm certainly willing to go there, and I'm vaxxed and and ready to do that. But I mean, I just from my experience, it doesn't. No, thank you. Well, but yeah, I'm excited to smell. Keep an open mind. Okay, I will. I gotta wipe this look off my face because I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, fresh blood smells metallic and old blood smells awful. I know. I'm confused myself, but that's why we need to do this research for right. everybody. Because I'm so curious. Yeah, do they mean like a fresh metallic smell or do they mean a like nasty, like rank period smell? And, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Not to be misogynistic. But that's not something I need to smell. Yeah. Tony, what about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. Patreon there, too. Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And I think that's it right now. You guys, thank you so much. This was very fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Yeah, Alison Rosen is your new best friend.